Welcome to the Great British Motocross Show from MX Vice with myself, Ben Rumbold, and my colleague Brad Wheeler. Got a great guest to join us as well very soon there to talk all things British motocross. Most recently, the Michelin MX Nationals round at the brand new track in South Wales there, Monster Mountain. So we'll be talking about that. And of course, the Revo British Championship upcoming this weekend at a much older facility, Hawkstone Park in Shropshire, uh, will once again host the British Championship. Great to see it returning to that calendar. So yeah, Brad, you've had a good couple of weeks racing. How are you feeling about this scene this weekend? Yeah, had a weekend off just gone. But yeah, before that, we uh, did a little Cotswold meeting at Rushwick, which was a good laugh with the family. Got another weekend off, and then um, I'm up to the Monster Mountain myself for the, for the uh, <laughs> round three of the Bridgestone. So um, excellent. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, fantastic. So yeah, before we bring our guest in, just got to say a big shout out to our sponsors who keep us going here on the Great British Motocross Show. So yeah, of course, this is brought to you by AS3 Performance, the home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts from hardwearing protection parts, including skid plates and radiator braces to performance cooling parts, including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits. AS3 also have a huge range of brake, clutch and gear levers, all with different features and availability. Check them out online at www.as3performance.co UK. And also a massive thanks to Kawasaki Motors UK, who are pleased to announce the arrival of the all-new KLX140R range. The easy-to-ride KLX140R lineup offers a 144cc engine, plush suspension and push-button electric start, making for great trailblazers. The KLX140R machines come in three different sizes, from Junior's first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding. The highly regarded KLX140R range is ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023. Contact your local off-road dealership for more information. And, of course, we're helped out by Golf Race Fuels across sports cars, single-seaters, motorcycle racing, and further afield. The golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline. And also supporting us massively, of course, evenstrokes.com. So you need to use the code for this man. Yeah, use the code BRAGWINA10, and it'll save you 10% off anything you buy at evenstrokes.com. Anything you do buy at evenstrokes.com gets put straight back into Metacross via MX Vice and back into Even Strokes. So, uh, yeah, do us all a favour. Help keep James giving us outrageous sums of money to do these podcasts <laughs> and uh, shop shop at evenstrokes.com. You get, you're getting extreme amounts of money. That's quite scary. Well, where's mine then? We'll have to find out yeah, what's going on. Okay. Uh, you pay for what you get. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So, yeah, BradMillion10 is the code there on your checkout at uh, evenstrokes.com. So, yeah. Without further ado, let's add our uh, special guest for the Great British Motocross Show, a great uh, guest to British Motocross this year, I guess, a new addition, Mr. Evo Monticelli, or should I say Signor Evo Monticelli. Ciao, sir. How are you? Hello, hello, guys. All good. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, yeah, we find you up in uh, Bonnie, Scotland right now, yeah? Yeah, I'm up in Scotland with John, my teammates, and uh, few I stayed last week, and this week I will train in here, and uh, then I'm ready for Oxon. Nice one. So you're training in some soft sand up there in preparation for Hawkstone then? Uh, today we went to, to a private track. It was quite nice. Like sand is not really sandy because it's uh, no rain for a long time also here. Like a few weeks, no rain. So uh, it was pretty hard, but uh, good good soil. I think it's the best we can find here. And uh, tomorrow we move uh, south uh, back to England. So uh, I'll be back uh, in my second house now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, you say your second house uh, in the UK, so whereabouts are you based normally? The team is, is in Croydon, so I find a place close to there. I'm living with my girlfriend, uh, Tunbridgewell. It's like an hour from the team, but still south of London. A bit, uh, 
different than my friends when I live in Italy. The traffic is always a bit uh, wild because it's too many people around just to do 30 minutes work that took one hour and a half. I really like it, which I think that's it. Yeah, what's your, obviously you said you're living near the team now, down Croydon direction. What's the, um, what's your nearest track to where you're living? Is it Mill Lane? Uh, yes, Mill Lane is definitely the closest. You know, it's from the owner from the team, so it's from Lee and we can ride there. Many times they prepare just for the rider, we can go uh, just for the team. So it's like more without section, you can take how you want, then this is definitely uh, good for us. Because I can tell you, in England, it's quite hard to find a track sometimes without section during the weekend or the week, because they have a section with amateur and uh, one to five or 85. And so for us, sometimes to do just 20 minutes or 15 minutes, uh, in one hour, it's a bit too less, but it's all right. In mid lane, we can do whatever we want, so it's a nice place yeah. to train. Is it um, is it different in Italy then? If you go to a practice track, is it just a sort of like an open thing you can uh, go in and out as you please, or? Yeah, definitely. Where I live, it's a good place to be for uh, our park track. We definitely don't have sand because it's really the soil is really hard. But we have um, like many track around my house, like 10, 12 track in uh, an hour, an hour and a half. And they are uh, really traditional track, you know, like uh, Chingoli, San Severino, or all this uh, place. But uh, uh, they open uh, whatever we want, of course. They are really good. But, uh, you know, during the winter, it's nice to ride there. But in the summer, it's uh, almost impossible. It's too hot. And uh, to find a track with the water and uh, prepare, it's really hard. So it's not a good moment and a good place to be in the summer to ride there. Yeah. <laughs> so the, so this weather, this bit of heat wave we're having here is just normal scenario for you then? You're, you're absolutely fine with this? <laughs> yeah, here they say, oh, it's really hot in Scotland today. For me, say 26 is good. Is it right? I feel okay. It's not what. It's really good temperature for me. <laughs> so it should be an advantage then. If you get to Hawkstone and it's like this, you must be uh, looking, uh, you know, rubbing your hands. So are you sort of getting close to about 100% for, to where you were before the injury? Yeah, it's two weeks I'm on the bike. I, I really jump uh, uh, early after the injury because uh, after two months I was already racing. I went training uh, the week before uh, Monster Mountain and I just trained Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and uh, Friday and Saturday. And then I go racing. I just jump on the bike. I was definitely not ready for the race. So I know I cannot go do better than fourth place because the top three, they was definitely more fast than me. But I enjoy, I do my job, take that for like a training. This weekend I've been uh, racing in Scotland, so I'm also feel even better every week. And now I think Oxton will be even better. So every week I feel uh, I do a big step now because uh, compared to before I was stiff on the bike and everything. And uh, every week I find better feeling. So I think Oxton, uh, I also like the track, Sandy. I think it's really good for me, the track, the condition. If it comes rough and everything I like, I feel confident for the race. Is the, um, you said obviously um, where you live is, it gets like, well, you're used to obviously the hotter temperatures, like 26, 27 degrees, like it is over here now is not really anything for you. It's just this nice, good temperature. Do you struggle over here in the winter when it's like minus two and your John's dragging you to Fat Cat or some? shithole in Scotland blowing 40 mile an hour winds you know, John's got flip flops like, uh, on 
yeah, yeah. He's always, always like this. I went to Spain this year. He was outside in the pool to do ice bath. And I said, I stay one minute. My ball was completely freezing. I said, I have to come out. I cannot feel anything anymore. <laughs> and uh, no, I don't really like cold. I prefer like from 25, maximum 30 degrees. I think is the best to ride for me. Also for my, I get less arm pump. I really struggle with arm pump for my career. And in the winter, it's uh, the worst moment. I think also to make out your body. So I really yeah. struggle the first moto till now because I was back in the bike and first moto, I'm always like stiff. I cannot try the bike, but in the OT, I feel better. So I prefer a lot. And England is really, I think it's really too cold in the winter. Yeah, I agree. This year was not really too cold, but like too much rain, you know? Mm. Hard to find a track to ride. May I like to ride, so I prefer to want to go in Spain or uh, go somewhere when it's hot or Italy is the good. We move all yeah. the time during the winter. Nice one. I mean, just to rewind a little bit to the start of the year, how did the ride with um, ASA United Gas Gas come about? Because you were in GPs on a Kawasaki last year, so how did it all come about that you moved to the UK? Did you chase uh, a ride yeah. in the UK or did they go for you? No, I was uh, really, I can tell you, a little bit boring to do GP. And okay. um, the last two years I went injured in both the year. Exactly, with the other shoulders two times. So the shoulder, they're not my friends at the moment, this last year. But I, you know, I was a bit boring to go around the world. And it's like, um, it's another level over there. Uh, of a speed of the rider and intensity, but uh, we still train the same over here. So we have uh, the same, and we are they are really good rider everything. And you know what I say? I don't get a lot to do world champions. On the end of the year, with the flight and this stuff, it's more the money like you spend the what I get from the team. So I say prefer to go England, do some race, and enjoy more the. You know, I was more happy to change, so I have to change something and uh, to bring back my smile, happiness on the bike. And uh, definitely, I think I do a really good uh, move because uh, I feel much more confidence. I, I change also a lot by myself. I become, uh, I change all my training, everything, but uh, not in the bed more like to train less just because it's British. I think I train even better at the moment. I'm more uh, much more, so it's just a change for my mindset. And for sure, uh, I would like to do some GP to see where I can be now when I'm ready. I think next month, when I will feel uh, again 100%. But yeah, at the moment, I'm happy where I am in uh, British. It's good. Uh, I think they are uh, really good rider also here. And definitely in this kind of track, they are really fast. Yeah. Like, you can see Mews or... Uh, I never remember the name, the number three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert. Yeah, sorry. Uh, he's famous. I know him, but me, I remember the number all the time. I don't remember. And Pulpas and Tommy, all the rider, they have experience, but they are really fast in this kind of track. Like, yeah. Correct is, I think if you put many GP rider in England, he can still beat many. So they have a good speed. And uh, it's nice to race here, you know. It's really yeah. competitive. Do you um you don't fancy doing the that one round of the EMX Open at Lommel in uh, I think it's uh, August time maybe? Yeah, I think we're supposed to do the Lommel GP with it. Yeah, in, in the actual MXGP yes, class. Yes, yeah. Twenty third of July. Yeah. yeah. I, like. I you know I I've been living in Belgium last four years. 
before we came standing then Kawasaki and Martens so I like sand I feel uh, good in the sand this year I don't ride that much but uh, I have a good feeling with the sand and uh, Rumble GP is a bit strange GP compared to the other but because it's a bit uh, survival race it's like when you go play zombie in uh, Call of Duty you know a little bit less places <laughs> no you have to start and really like save energy and uh, till the end it's like endurance race because I remember every year I done the race after 10 minutes I was dead yeah. the last lap of a many race and still you have 20 minutes per two lap and you still push 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 tight at the, the end also the other riders are the same of you so I like it's a bit strange race I would like also to do some other race where you can really feel the speed and where I can be with the other riders so just to put myself back yeah. on the GP is nice yeah so your teammate Bobby Bruce sort of doing his first full season in, in the GPs in the MX2 class and you've obviously done your fair share of GP seasons do you, do you speak to Bobby much sort of about the GPs like giving him any advice or tips or places not uh, to eat <laughs> definitely we were much more close during the winter because we were all the time together and now I've been injured so I was a bit off and uh, when I'm off I, I'm a guy take my space I, I'm really home and uh, I was in Italy so I was training alone uh, for sure we speak everything I know I always send a message after the race if he, if I see the results I always say what happened is because the camera they don't follow too much mm-hmm. in but advice uh, more when we train together and uh, I on Spain we speak about his career and just I tell about a little bit more than tell uh, what you have to do I tell about my story my experience for me what my mistake what I done and for sure uh, I think like for a young guy just to listen this is a little help you know yeah you help you don't tell, I, I'm not the guy I try to <laughs> say things because I, I think I will not be a good teacher at the moment you know <laughs> I, I can teach I try to teach one time one girl to go snowboarding after one hour I left her you know I'm not the I don't have uh, really patience on my life mm. to teach people <laughs> where do you um, where, where do you see sort of Bobby going like in the next couple of years can you can you see him sort of getting up like maybe picking up a factory ride and sort of actually having a proper go at this and sort of getting up in that in that top 10 top 5 mix and I think like he's, he can be a really good rider because when I see him riding he has really nice style and the position on the bike everything he don't miss nothing on the technical part he started good this year so that is important I mm. think in the especially yeah. in GP he get a little injured on the knee so I believe he can be better uh, than than now with his fitness because it's not uh, I think from outside and hearing him is like he has pain on the knee of this so but um, like he's young and uh, you have to take the good road uh, like for myself like me to watching him now I pre- like if I was myself I prefer to do sometimes European race yeah and for sure it was better or like a better position like in front because you have the speed you have good technique and everything and maybe jump on the MXGP or MX2 the year after and they jump straight to MX2 so is he decide I don't put any word on what he's decide so but definitely he's a bit early at the moment he's a good experience but sometimes you need to be tough 
you know, because everybody, I think also many, okay, no Jeffrey or uh, the best, like Roxanne, that at 16, they was ready winning world yeah. champion, but many, like the Sal, or many good riders, they were, they become good riders. Yeah. When they was 18 or 19, you don't know them. It's like they was 20, 21, 22. Mm. Yeah. So I think you have strong character. You can come out. Yeah. You know? you just believe, 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 never give up. So everything is possible. And if he come in top five or he win world champion, just happy for him. Do you think he would benefit from getting on, a, not say a factory team, but sort of like a, a team that's based in like France or based in Belgium, like the that Yamaha team, that, like the hands metal Yamaha team, or just like a team to sort of just to step down from the factory team where he's not based in England, he's based in like based by Lommel or he's based in Spain. Um, or do you think he can he can make it work? Um like working out of uh, England? For me the team can be whatever you want uh, for for myself for sure uh, that most of the team are in Belgium because you're the deepest track ever but uh, you can see uh, also the best rider in the world like De Carle they just train in Rome all the time mm, and yeah. they have uh, they, they have really like I know them they have a sand track they have uh, uh, Malagrotta other two track but they don't go out of this track many times so they always train over there and uh, guys are, you have his home track you have his sand track in Croatia so like um, I believe that the team can be everywhere it's just how the team works sometimes mm. that uh, it can really help a rider and uh, yeah. for sure uh, a factory team this is why many riders like you can see Adamo or Kunen they yeah. were already really good but it, with the factory team they do a step to win yeah they go really there they were already top five these guys so for sure they go for win but already you take a guy from uh, also me example like when I would be for standing I do one top ten the ref I went with standing is a it was like a really good team he take me straight away in top ten and then yeah. just to have good training, we have to go Spain, we go Spain. We have to go to the race in Italy, we go race in Italy. So they have a good program for the rider and everything what you need. And this yeah. is, I think, is the most important. It's not important where you live. Okay. Uh, it's important. It's like, I think, the structure around you. Because you are mm -hmm. young, sometimes you don't think too much. You don't know everything, you know? No. The, we are like instinctive when you're a rider. It's like oh, I give gas. I want to pass. I want to pass. Yeah. And sometimes these, if you have good people around you, they put you in the good mode, good place, yeah. good bike. They give you effort around you. You can see they work good for you, like you work for become a champion. And that's, I think, the best you can, you Bobby needs, and everybody needs normally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, how are you finding with the uh, with the machinery as well? Because I mean, it, you've come from yeah Japanese to, uh, to to the gas gas setup now. Are you uh, finding it quite easy to throw around? Yeah, the bike is alright. You know, um, uh, we are in 450. That's cool for uh, when you go in a private team and everything because the bike are already strong. Yeah. So we have um, a step uh, with the engine. 
uh, with multi-track and uh, from England. It's nothing too crazy, but it's uh, a bit more smooth the bike and how we like. Uh, definitely a bit stronger for a start. Uh, and the suspension, uh, we have the convalve and we make from uh, Wilfred. So he was working uh, in Vipower for more than 20 years in factory Vipower. So uh, we have a good set on the bike and it's all right to do. I can tell you too, if you give my bike to Jeffrey, he still win the GP. <laughs> You know, I, I like motocross is like this. This is nice for yeah. motocross. If you're a really good rider, okay, you need to have a good bike, but my bike is okay. Yeah. You can still do the best of you. Sure. So um intrigued to know what you thought of Monster Mountain. Because, I mean, you said to me at the start of Sunday that it, it felt like you, you rode on the Saturday free practice after the amateurs and the youth had been on it. Yeah. And you said it was like rougher than a Grand Prix track. I mean, uh, yeah. Brad's about to go. So if you've got any tips for Brad to race at Monster Mountain. <laughs> what did you think of it, Monster Mountain? Because it was a crazy it setting. Was crazy, crazy <laughs> rough. But it was nice, bumpy. I, I really like, I really enjoy, you know. I was not ready, but for that track also, because it was really deep. But they had a really good job. You can put a GP there in that track. Yeah. Hey, you know, the worst things from the track is just you, it's on top of the mountain. And uh, in the paddock was full dust because it's yeah. all day windy. But uh, for the rest, you can say nothing. The track was prepared good. They put water. You know, I, I think for a motor guy was a bit too much. Right. For sure. For us, some place there was, you know, but when it's like this, the track is not dangerous because you mm. cannot go too fast. Yeah. So you don't get many injured guy or this when it's deep like this. You can give gas how you want, so you don't take that speed. And sometimes, for me, it was nice. It was not bad. Yeah, because I noticed they're, they're watering the paddock <laughs> as well. Yeah. They watered yeah, the viewing area at some water point. On the paddock. I come out, I was like white. <laughs> I, I become British also, me. I was white. <laughs> 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 yeah, the dust was quite unreal. It was it was amazing how they were they were watching the, uh, the the viewing area. That really did make me laugh because I was like, wow, uh, yeah. Because there's nothing yeah. you can do about that. It's like you say, it's right no. up above everything. It's, uh, so just yeah. on top of the mountain. But they built yeah. a really nice track. Also, how they make it is like the design of the track: jump, wave, speed. It looks like a national when you watch the race in the US. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. was cool. Was cool. Really cool. Today we will have a sudden GP. You think? Yeah, MXGP of Wales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, like, really open, they want to be. They're going to get a big transporters up that ramp. I mean, like that's the, <laughs> the massive ramp that led up to it, just on a, yeah. a side of a trail slag. Just yeah, just crazy. So, I mean, to speak from somebody who, who was there watching, and, and we were trackside and, and filming a bit there as well. Uh, I mean, it was yeah, it was, it was pretty spectacular. I mean, the the wave section with the dragon back was pretty cool, and uh, as it cut up as well, that got obviously quite tricky uh, and, and there's only a couple of riders really hitting that dragon's back I'm not sure if you were taking it a bit careful because of your injury there or uh, no yeah it was so so slow I tell you I don't know how I finished for because I, at second lap I was having a hand pump at second lap I was like oh my god what the fuck I still have to finish the race and I was uh, struggled but 
you know, I don't care about the results and yeah. just do my job. That just do the right the things. Yeah. Like I tell you what, the vapes and the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I seen Comrade the slow-mo of Comrade going with the dragons, but I think like he was sort of like soaking up the yeah. first one and then wheeling it was really and doubling like, yeah. at the top and like quadding off the top or tripling off the top. It um yeah, yeah pretty, you win pretty impressive. You win so much time but mm. you know Anyway, it was lost other three seconds than the rest of the truck. If yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's a matter for myself. Like, was not the day. But if I go back there, I try straight away for slap. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> was the wind a factor in the in the um, No, no. Yeah. I was alright. Was okay. windy, but uh, in the jump was good. No, I don't hmm. feel the wind. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Uh, Brad, you watched it on the the live stream. Uh, the, the footage from Monster Mountain, I understand, or, or you've seen a few bits there. What, what how did it come across on that for you? Yeah, I mean, it kind of looked like the trap broke down quite a lot. Obviously, being new, not really bedded in, looked like the edges of the tracks kind of broke away a little bit. I heard, I thought, only rumours of a few sort of cheeky inside lines off the track. But how much truth? How much truth in that? I'm not sure. I wasn't there, but just the, what I've heard from a few people. But it's kind of part of the parcel when you've got a new track I think like jumps are going to sort of break down the ground's going to get away from you I think when you've got when you've got a new track especially when it's built up you're going to get people sort of hopping down the inside to try and find a smooth line and hopefully that second time round it'll um, be bedded in a little bit more and hopefully the wind will have died down <laughs> but um, yeah it, lo- it, did, it looked good I'm not sure I'd I'd go as far as saying it's GP worthy. It looks a bit, it's a bit flat for my liking. I, I like some hills. Well, that's, how, that's how they like the GPs these days, isn't it? That's how they know. like the GPs these days. Yeah, <laughs> car park tracks. Yeah, I mean, not that it's a bad track. I just, yeah, personally, it, it just looked like it was, well, it, it's just flat with some jumps, but well, um, I'll, hold, I'll hold my um, tongue until I've raced it. Okay. <laughs> and then I'll, okay, I'll okay, give my true opinion in uh, in two weeks. <laughs> right, so on, on the racing itself, obviously, um, yeah, Comrade uh, away with the first first one um, and uh, it seems like the Hondas have got that bit of extra speed over the um, over the Yamaha of Coolest at the moment either have you seen that as well do you think it's the bike or uh, the rider well, they, well the riders yeah the two, the two Honda guys seem to have the, the speed don't they at the moment do you think uh, yeah I think they're really fast both on the rider and Coolest I believe Coolest is one I think the best on the sense Okay. Uh, and uh, but Muse is uh, most is good everywhere. It's really fast in all the track. What I feel about uh, Muse that uh, sometimes uh, is really good rider, but I don't understand. It's from when he's young. Every time I saw him in the on training in Spain was faster than everyone. I believe me when he was Oscar, he was faster than everyone. And I just speak with him and say, "Oh, I believe that this year you're gonna win the championship." Yeah. He went to the first race. I say, I say maybe he's injured. He went to the second race. I watched the say. Oh, so I, I don't know. So I don't know. I think um, this is why I say like he's really good in England, but in some other race, I don't understand it. And I believe yeah. if he really ride like England. Yeah, this. Oh, you sound like every English fan of motocross 
<laughs> in, the last, in the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, What's I, he doing? Why doesn't he ride like that at the GPs, the way he rides yeah, the British? I don't why, why is he but In England, you cannot say nothing. It's, uh, for, at the moment, for me, it's the best. It's the most, uh, it's the most fast here. Yeah. 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 yeah, I agree. I think... Um, <laughs> That's me, <laughs> <laughs> <That's weird>. okay. <laughs> me, me, I put uh, me first all the time. Or my yeah. mind goes down, you know, I need to put myself... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to put yourself apart, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, apart from apart from Evo, he's he's probably the best just rider in the class. I think. I mean, you, you've seen it at the, it, it, the uh, it the nations in Mantua on the Saturday when it was dry. He's, he's like up at the front battling with Tom Vial, the world champion. He's got the speed. The speed is yeah. there. Whether he taps into it all the time, we'll, yeah. we'll never know. But he's, yeah, he's obviously like a different level of rider to uh, Harry and Josh, really. And but Josh has really sort of stepped the game up this year. I think compared to last year, I think the those races he did. Yeah, over in America really helped him. Sort of really helped his confidence. And then obviously sort of signing with Dave Thorpe, arguably the best team in the paddock for just sort of like the people you've got around you. So yeah, I think obviously that's given Josh a boost and they're just they're pushing each other at the front and just sort of breaking away from the rest of the pack. And Harry's well, I'd say he's on his own, but obviously he's got Jamie this year. Yeah. But Jamie's not really pushing him. Yeah, he kind of obviously has a new bike as well and yeah, he doesn't he doesn't look like the same Harry, I don't think, from twenty twenty two. He just yeah, kind he of looks slightly slightly off. Well he's he's whole shot the last two monster mountain, he whole shot uh, uh, both of the uh, the Revo races at um uh, at Blackshall and yeah, was passed by both Hondas in, in all four races. So yeah, that's that's gotta tell you that yeah, the, the pace is obviously there's something just a little bit missing there for Harry at the moment. But I tell you what, he was so angry after that last race and uh, for those who people listening who might have uh, actually tuned into the live stream they didn't really catch it uh, from the bit that I saw um, I saw it live on the, the last lap two MX2 riders came together uh, on the inside ruts and I already saw that Harry had followed a lapped rider in to the inside rut it was the um, do you know either the far corner where there was a banner they, they had a, a, a double jump and they had the banner on the inside and apparently yeah, people yeah. So on the corner slightly that's where it was so it was there the, the inside rut was very deep uh, Harry still took it and then yeah two riders fell off right in front of him and he had nowhere to go and that's the only reason why Muse passed him in that second race because it was he was just stuck he literally had to drag the bike out the rut and get out of it so it was a, a horrible situation for him but yeah <laughs> I was deep. That rut was really deep. Yeah. If you finish inside and you track somebody in front, you have to wait. I think. <laughs> I was. Uh, I think um, more than the half bike inside, so it was really deep rut. So yeah, with, with Harry, it's always like he come out like all guns blazing at the first round at Oak Hanger, finished second in the championship last two years or whatever, gunning to beat Tommy. He's like Tommy's gonna injured and he's just kind of just. <laughs> Like his head's just like, well, I was like, I wanted to beat Tommy, and Tommy's not riding now, and now I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> These two new kids. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And then, and then a Hawkston might be a crazy Italian amongst them as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looking forward to Hawkston. I mean, Evo, what, what uh, you said to me at, uh, at Monster Man and that you've, you've won there before in the uh, Inter Hawkston International way back. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, the 2019. Yeah. Uh, the only time I went to, yes, to the race. No, I went the year before uh, when I was in the British with the Yamaha. Huh. Oh, okay. I was riding for I fly the from Clinton it was a disaster that day because we have uh, two problem with the bike you know in both modes so definitely it was better in 2019 so when uh, yeah. I was with Max he was my teammate yeah. and uh, yeah I finished I think five seconds and uh, forced in the super final so it was really good day and Max win the MX1 you know the first two motors yeah. Uh, but the track I really like. I think it's gonna be a little bit different that day. That day because it was muddy, cold, so the soil it was uh, for sure softer than now. And uh, I speak with John, Bobby, or the guy from the team. They tell me now it's gonna be like a mix, like uh, from hard and sand. Yeah. In the yeah. summer, uh, it changed a lot, but I believe like they will put water, so will become bumpy and ruts. For sure, not deep sand like uh, in the winter, but it's gonna be still a sand race. And I love that track because you can find many track with the uphill and downhill and inside the wood wind the sand. You know, normally it's yeah. an old R pack track like this. Yeah. And uh, to find the sand track in the, with a big uphill like this. You go right down it like this inside the wood. It's not me alone. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a real cool track. It does get. Yeah. I do feel like people take it for granted, but it is a really good track. But yeah, yeah personally, I think I think it's better earlier on in the year, sort of March, April time when the ground is a bit softer, because it does get like this time of year obviously we've not had a lot of rain it does get quite fast it doesn't um, obviously we'll try and water it but it does kind of get quite powdery and you sort of get those bumps underneath the powder and it gets a, gets quite sketchy where it's fast still some track some venue yeah I, I the, the crash that ended my uh, pretty much ended my racing there because I, I couldn't tell you now why I crashed <laughs> I was in the roots. I literally, I went down, I'm down that double. I literally, I thought to myself, wow, that felt like I was Jeffy Hurlings or something. Went down this double jump, amazing. And then all of a sudden, bang, I was on my ass. And I have no idea why. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, and that was in, in similar conditions to this, hot, like really it's like powdery sort of soft but uh yeah it was a it was a tricky one that that, that one scared me so that was kind of it but uh, mm. yeah i mean this it's it's gonna be a good one and yeah looking forward to it. i mean thorpey did always say the hawkstone sand isn't as deep as dutch sand but it is so physically demanding because yeah. it is fast so yeah although think, they slowed it down a bit but yeah i think the protagonist will be john because i have to see him doing the double <laughs> Because I saw the video when he done the double from the when you come. It's not. It's not start, double. Right? No, I don't know what is it. We are even doing thing when I ride there about the jump. I just see him doing. I say, so I just want to go to see if he do it again. Does he just walk to the room or something? No, no. Yeah, the, yeah. After that, that section when you go over that stupid jump that he did, and you just sort of go left like over the, the jumps, and then you sort of head right out, sort of back down towards the wood. That I don't know if you ever watched any Hawkstone videos no. from like back in like oh two oh three. No. 
like the international like there used to be a set of like big sand weeps down there like sure they were like 12 foot deep and 12 foot wide and I just remember like Mark the Rover just on a t- on a one t five just yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's strange how they've taken the whoops out because that was such a big classic feature of the track and yet yeah. to level them off it's so almost taken the balls out of the track a little bit hasn't it? it's a bit strange that I don't expect these guys have run too much about that but there you go are you one that jumps into the sand pit Evo do you like that jump going into the sand pit because that's one of my favourite places to watch on the far end of the track the far end as you come back towards the finish you've got that big oh, sand yeah, yeah. yeah do, you, do you jump into it last time I went there I, yeah I was jumping that looks so scary. Every time uh, before the jump, because we, we, every time I was like, oh my God, I have to, go, I have to jump again. <laughs> because the landing was like this. Yeah, and, steep. Uh, if you land short, it's worse. So I try to jump you, really. Yeah. If you, if you land but, short, it's yeah. <laughs> uh, It's better if you do it. So, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah so, sure. it's so much quicker to jump it. It is. Yeah, uh, sure. And so, like, uh, if you darn it good, you save energy because you mm. just jump, walk, jump again. Yeah. yeah. And you need to have big ball, like we say mm. in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, so MX2 then, just uh, quickly talk on the 250s. I know you had a, you shared the track with them at Monster Mountain there with the Michelin MX Nationals. And uh, we've got, uh, obviously, the GP boys are going to be with us. So we'll have Isaac Gifting, uh, Bobby Bruce. And I've uh, got it from the horse's mouth that Joe Rizzi uh, is coming back from America and will ride at Hawkstone. Um, so that will be cool. Yeah, although Jack Chambers has obviously broken his ankle. Uh, so he won't be um, in the MX2 race, sadly. But Charlie Cole's also coming on well. He obviously won the MX2s at Monster Mountain. Um, have you got a, a, a pick for MX2? I mean, the obvious being Isaac Gifting, but uh, do you think Bobby's got something for him at Hawkstone, either? You know, I know a really good both because I'm also a good friend from this thing, so I like both right? like a rider. Yeah, I know really good. It's nice. And we, he went also to my house to do Enduro one time. Uh, Isaac. I think Bobby can... He, I think he's one of the only ones he can try to beat him on the British. And Isaac, for sure, in the sand is really good. I think mm. he's even, he can give even more cup because we see on the in the GP the year before, it was really good. You know, I hope they just uh, they just do a good show so he yeah. can have a fight better. But for sure, what I hear like about last Sunday, I say, hey, what happened to the race? Uh, because I I just see the result, you know, it was DNF, second mode. I said, yeah. ah, Isaac uh, completely put me out of the first lap. So it will be funny to see them uh, this week. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> he completely, like, uh, he pushed him out, he let him crash. I don't know what happened. Like, he just really? touched him, I think, the first lap. Okay, yeah, because Bobby did disappear. I, I remember Jack Bernicle saying that, yeah, Bobby was... Had a good start the first lap, but yeah, then he did just drop right back. So that was yeah. it then. The Swede was to blame. Yeah, okay. I think first lap something happened. When I'm not in the middle, it's nice to see this. When you are in the middle, you are the protagonist of the... No, it's not nice. It's nice to watch this. I think they are good, good riders. At the moment, Isaac is a bit faster. So I think... On the uh, Oxton, uh, is still the can be the protagonist, but yeah. Bobby, he, 
he become every day better. He get, I think he can do a good step till the end of the season if he work good and he's working good at the moment. Cool. So hope he, they arrive really close and yeah. the best win like always. Yeah, we've seen uh, some good veterans coming up through as well. Elliot Banks Brown and Mel Pocock have put in some good rides, and Jack Chambers told me how Mel Pocock took care of uh, Isaac Isaac Gifting at, Fo- at Foxfield as well. So it is yeah. always good. I don't know every year. Yeah. Crazy. Always good. Yeah. That's it's good to see him up there. And then MX1, who's your favourite, Brad? Who do you think is going to come out on top between Harry and? Uh, <laughs> okay, and I, this is what I hope. Uh, one okay. to eight, uh, then I think one fifty one and four twenty six because he start bad. Yeah, he start bad. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm joking. I don't know if I'm ready to win, but you know, with my mind, I start for that. Uh, for sure, mm. I'm not like before or uh, feeling strong like before because also mm. after two days of riding, I feel really a little bit sore my shoulder, more my muscle. But um, I feel confident and I like the track. So I see from the warm up where I can be and uh, for sure I'll do my best. Yeah, yeah I think a, a good start if you're at the front off the start is a, is a big factor at yeah, Hawkstone. Yeah, yeah. You can, um, you can I will be happy sort of, to be back on the podium. Yeah, I think I um, to be in the podium. If you can get away in the top in the top three off the start, it's ma- I think it makes the job yeah. a lot easier. I don't think it's you can if you're buried outside the top ten, you lose a lot of time on the first lap at Hawkstone because you just you sort of you can't charge to the corners, you can't do the jump into the bomb hole yeah you lose a lot of time to the front one so I think yeah if you can get good starts I think it's um it's going to be key but what's uh are you are you a fan of the grid start yeah I like I think mm. uh, yeah I think it's better on the end because sometimes uh, when you went before uh, to the GPO race I remember you have half of the gate good half the day of the gate underwater after the gate so it's more uh, <laughs> Yeah, how they put water also, also when it was summer, sometimes they put like big water on the right, dry on the left, so for Crazy. sure everybody, just the good one, take the good one, but like this you can, you don't have good qualifying, but if you jump good off the gate, you know, you have always the same Sure. Uh, for everybody. I think if you stick around after we stop recording, Brad might have a tip for you about the Hawkstone gates, I think you uh, said about what Hurlings did wrong uh, at the international, he picked one that was uh, a different style, is that right Brad? Ah, yeah, mm, the um, if it's the same grids, <clears throat> they might have they might change them for the British. Of course, uh, yeah, but the British ones, yeah, 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 it depends. <laughs> but if they if they're yellow, if it's this is the yellow and black ones, they're um, they only they only grip one way, and they just they don't bother thinking about that when they put them down. They just put them down fucking willy nilly. Ah, they some put them the other side. Some of them are the wrong way around, so you just sit no there way. and just. <laughs> <laughs> as Jeffrey found out <laughs> yeah I think it's going to be very interesting MX1 I mean it's uh, yeah still I mean behind yeah the leading three or four um, yeah it's, it's still pretty pretty heavy there I think Tommy's going to be back uh, so that'll be good to see how he gets on obviously Bobrashev is also getting faster as well after coming back from his uh, enforced layoff uh, and then you have guys like Dickinson and Purden who have been in the um, GPs as well so see if they're 
their pace gets reflected. Um, you said to me, Ivo, that you might be going to Germany. Did you decide against it in the end? To go, go in Germany? Yeah, I, I wasn't ready for the GP. I were the, yeah. way too slow the first race I do uh, in uh, Monster Mountain. So I was loving to go there because I like to be back on GP. Or But uh, yeah, I have a race in Scotland, so it was easier. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I prefer to win, to go to Scotland on the end, the side. And uh, I think next month when we have a free weekend, try to go back to the GP. Cool. It's good. I feel... Uh, you got uh, Lockheed at the top of July, isn't it? It looks good. Yes. Yes. You have Lockheed. And hopefully you can do... I would like to do Majora for sure. Ah, yeah, of course. And, and uh, I don't know, the last one, they delete or uh, in England or they still... There's rumours of a change of date, which would really make a mess yeah. for the shooter because um, it's currently scheduled 1st of October for Matty Basin. Um, I have heard a rumour that it was moving back a week, but that would mean it clashes with the Western Beach Race, uh, which would be... Um, yeah, that's. I mean, the beach race attracts a massive crowd, so yeah, it would be very um, tricky for that uh, for the whole thing, really. <laughs> and, and I want to be at both events because I'm commentating at the beach race, <laughs> and I want to be working at the, at uh, Matterley as well. So yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, so you they say you've got a few good ones, haven't you? You've got Market and the Lommel, uh, Finland and Sweden, another D uh, Dutch race, and then uh, yeah, Majora. So probably we will do like four uh, GP try to do yep. it if I can do it so I will be up good stuff nice well one thing we've been asking riders through this uh, this series of podcasts there you know is uh, just asking you your, your best day when would you say your best day in racing is the sort of day when you drove away from the track absolutely high as a kite loving motocross thinking this is the best job ever I think Oxton was nice because uh, it was really cool and uh, maybe the top four top five I've done in, uh, in Italy yeah. Because many they don't expect. Definitely, I don't expect also miss. <laughs> but they have uh, <laughs> yeah, I did good start and fourth in qualifying and five and six. So it was really good. And I was from the year before to the year after. I was uh, just one top time, top ten, and I go there. And it really was different. So it was just after three days on the GP. I was uh, feeling like uh, Superman that day when I go. Then they put down again. Uh, I cannot fly because the race after I was again top ten, but not top five. But I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, there's a, you, you've had one massive famous incident in your career when you landed on Jeffrey. What was that like for you? Because I mean, um, yeah, there were a few people saying your name with a yeah, bad mind. Yeah. Yeah, what, what was your take on that? What happened to you in your eyes? Uh, my, me, my life, I don't really care. I'm a guy, I don't care what these people say. I, you know, it's like, it's funny because uh, me, I don't go to speak with Jeffrey because we finished the race. And I go there, I speak with uh, Valentina, the mechanic, because I don't know, I know them, they know me. And uh, I just say, yeah, I was him, you know, for sure uh, it happened, but you don't, I was not wanted yeah. and nothing uh, people speak 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 also Jeffrey at the moment he write uh, in the post like uh, I don't know what he was wanted to do it but uh, on the end me I don't answer because I don't care and in the night he sent me a message like uh, on my Instagram he said hey don't worry it's fine and say yes for sure I don't want to do this so it just happened it's race yeah. and that's it it's finished and all the comments, I don't care. If I you say in England, I don't give a fuck. That is <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> no, but yeah, it's like this, it's motocross. You can see yeah. many crash sometimes. You try to pass somebody aggressive and maybe it happens something bad and you say, oh, I do mistake, but that was not also that the things, you know, I think he do mistake because uh, the bike uh, have a problem with the launch control, the start device. And uh, I just jump. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, we were, I don't we think were, any... Uh, I don't think anyone was it. It was no one's fault. Like you said, his whole no. shot device was stuck on. He couldn't charge off the yeah. jump. You just hit the jump normal speed, like, and yeah. And it's up to level. Yeah, it's yeah. like this. So you know, we we are still. I never be a friend with Jeffrey, but uh, we are also not enemy. So we yeah. just say we just speak like this, and uh, nothing happened. Yeah. So, was okay anyway he still win the championship so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's got a tougher job on this year i think now in particular yeah. so yeah absolutely okay great well thanks so much for talking for us evo and uh, i look forward to seeing you at hawkstone and hopefully i will be interviewing you on the uh, podium because i'll be doing the commentary as well so yeah looking forward to that um okay, I've got the com- we don't speak to the podium Say again? Yeah, we'll speak on the podium. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's let's, let's, let's stay positive. From the top step, yeah? (laughs) Yeah, I've also managed to get the commentary job for Eurosport MXGP for Indonesia. So really looking forward to that one. That'll be the first of the two Indonesian races I'll be doing. So uh, I would have done the second one as well, but it clashed with the British Championship, so never mind. Yeah, so thanks to everybody for supporting the podcast and to everybody for listening. Uh, And thanks to Evo. Uh, Massive thanks to AS3 Performance, uh, who stock a huge selection of aftermarket motocross parts available from 1980s Evo two-stroke models to the current four-stroke bikes thanks to Kawasaki Motors UK with a KLX 140R range and of course to Golf Race Fuels across sports cars single-seaters motorcycle racing and further afield the Golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline so right now Evo is the part where we all point to Brad and uh, we say Brad what's your code? Brad we the 10 on this audio podcast head to uh, evenstrokes.com for anything you need motocross related and yeah put in the code BRADWHEELER10 and you'll save uh, 10% off and uh, and everything you buy at Evenstrokes goes straight back into into the sport into MX Vice and into into Evenstrokes so um, yeah helps all out fantastic okay so just to say thank you Evo ciao thank you so much guys thank you and, cheers uh, thank you everybody for listening cheerio ciao ciao